Y'all rocking with another episode of the Iron Skillet Podcast. We back again. But today, we got a special guest, Cody Allen, in the building. He's going to be joining us for the entire episode. We got the man, the myth, and sometimes the legend, Logan, the building. The humble savage, of course, Mr. Tor Lane. And as always, T. Clem is on the boards. Whoop. <laughs> Big whoop. If y'all don't know, Cody Allen's uh, project, Low Oxygen, is out now on all streaming platforms. We're going to talk to him about that, his uh, music endeavors, this and that, later on in the show. But first, we got some big topics, big topics yeah. to talk mm-hmm. about first. Huge. 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 Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about space huge, spaceship huge, and Shatora Lane's going to bring us in on that. Of course. Of course the dude Elon Musk, man. He blows my mind every time he like does anything. Um, everybody knows I'm obsessed with the Teslas, so I'm a huge Elon fan. But this week I saw in the news that they just released their new spaceship. Um, it's the first spaceship that can actually go into orbit, come back. And then land, so it's like reusable. You don't Fire. have to just like break apart and you know bail out of the spaceship. Um, it's just it's crazy. And he wants to make space travel as regular as like what hopping on an airplane would be for like us now. Mm-hmm. So it's like seats a hundred passengers. And his big thing is like getting to Mars. Like he's talking about how you know. We need to think outside of the box. We need to think about self-sustaining life on other planets. And, like, he really, truly thinks that this is the answer to that, that they'll be able to do that with this spaceship. What's the ETA? When's he think it's going to... That's the crazy thing. <laughs> Go, Travis. You got it. Yeah, so Travis. So he tweeted me. the other day about it, and he said, this might sound nuts. That's how, that's how he started the tweet. This might sound nuts, mm-hmm. but I want to do this in six months. What? Yeah, their yeah. first and launch. put a hundred people. Maybe not a hundred. Like I, I think he wants to like start like yet. testing, like t- like shooting it off, like maybe with like Still. a if monkey you get one person in there. Right. Yeah. That's fucking or a, a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> or a monkey. That's what we do. I think we need monkey. to put a monkey. Let's start in there. Yeah. yeah, they did that. OG, right? Yeah. But anyways, bring it back. Um, so it's called the BFR. Yeah. Big Falcon Rocket. The Big Falcon Rocket, yeah. Falcon Rocket. Yeah, Falcon The rocket. Big Falcon <laughs> Rocket. Let's get it right. Really? That's what it's yeah, called? The BFR. I think Travis got Fully reusable yeah. launch vehicle, <laughs> which that's crazy in itself to send something mm-hmm. up and then bring it back and like yeah. reuse it. I don't know. That's just it's mind-blowing. My mind well, I blown. think it's mind-blowing that you could send it that far and like it's on like re reusable fuel or i don't know yeah like orbital refueling i don't know i'm I'm reading all this crazy technical stuff and it's just blowing my mind like wow yeah it's insane i mean i saw a video so he gave a really long like press conference about the whole thing it's like an hour long on youtube but i mean like the technology around it's like everything it goes back and as it comes back into orbit usually like the the spaceships that we're used to they break apart you have to like you know come out of it this thing it's like it uses it's like whatever you call it steering to allow it to like float down and then literally like land back on the ground which is instead of like crashing yeah yeah i mean like you gotta think how much is like a challenger um like spaceship, like millions and millions, probably a billion dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and that right shit there. just, that shit just like fucking gone. Like all the the rockets that are attached to it are gone and everything, you know. Yeah. That's gonna be a monstrous innovation, like to space travel in general. Oh yeah. yeah. Like all the other stuff he's doing is besides the point. If we have a rocket that can come back and land, like right. that's nuts. That's insane. Dude, we're really gonna colonize shit. It's gonna be another industrial revolution, but in space. <laughs> Dude, let me, let me ask you isn't a that cool? Yeah. <laughs> huh. If, you were offered the chance to go to Mars, but you never come back. Would you go? No. Fuck no. Well, hold on. Wait a minute. It's not that far. We just looked that know, up. But, wait. But it is far. Yeah, it's it's about as far as we like humans know, right? I now. mean, <laughs> it, it seems far, fathom. but okay, check it out. They said that it's any, depending on how close it is to the Earth, because obviously it orbits and sometimes will be closer, sometimes it's farther. It's between like 39 million or 55 million, somewhere in there, a million miles Dude, away. But it takes miles or light years? Miles. Miles. Okay. Light years is <laughs> uh, like yeah. a We're speed. Space, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Get the terminology Dude. right, man. Uh, yeah. 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 Straight up. But they said it could take, I, I forget how fast they were saying you'd have to go, but it was in between 82 days or 160 some days or. 
Um, and I've seen something else that on average it's like it could be nine months. Depends. A yeah. trip. Yes, mm-hmm. to get there. And back. But there was a thing like hmm. it was. It was probably like ten years ago, maybe called Mars One. I was just about to say that. Am I? That, is that the one they sent, but it'll never come back? No, 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 no. no. That's the Mars rover. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's no. out taking pictures. No, there's, there's a, there's a program <clears throat> called Mars One, and like you could like sign up to like be selected to be oh, somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. to colonize oh, Mars. Yeah. And I signed up for that. You shit. did? Are you on it? <laughs> you're, you're on the list. Selected. No, I never, oh. I've never got on the list, but I signed up. Are we sure? <laughs> Like, yeah, are we we'll sure never you're not on the list? You're going to oh get a call God. one day saying it's time. I'm gonna, I, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pack my bags. Travis. I'd go. Oh Bring my God. Dude, I'm going to give you a Wopat, and I need a selfie on Mars. Yeah. With the Wopat. That's fine. That's I'd insane. go. I'd go a fuck. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, you know how many people are going to be reaching out, like, where my shit on Mars? Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I wanted you to blow Shoot a video on Mars. My name will be down in history books. So. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, Ghosts on Mars. No. But you better hope Ice Cube's with you to fight them motherfuckers <laughs> off. Okay? Ice Cube was in a, a space movie? It, it was actually a really good movie. This is also okay. news to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is like, <laughs> Ice Cube, Cube was going on. I thought he was doing like 21 Jump Street. <laughs> no, this was no. probably like 15 years ago. What did he do? Longer. Was Ice Cube That's in crazy. 21 Jump Street? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he's the head detective. He's making. Oh, he's making all the moves. I want to say on that. that he was a hot girl's dad. You remember when <laughs> the Virgin Mobile <laughs> guy talked about doing like trips to space? Oh, yeah. Back in like 2009. Yeah. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. So that's cool, but we all forgot about Branson? it. Richard yeah. Branson, yeah, and he was saying that the the tickets were going to be like what twenty five thousand. Yeah, Justin Bieber like, was going to be one of the first people to do it. Yeah, so that's Take crazy. Him. That's definitely where they. So we learned was. there's a lot of talk out there. Yeah. I think there should be a collaboration. Also, <clears throat> what you were saying, Trav, there was two things launched into space, and they were called something one and two. I forgot what the hell they were called, mm-hmm. but they were basically time capsules of everything that like could generalize us as a species was sent into space during like the early 90s you know what i'm saying and they're supposed to never come back but they're meant <clears throat> for alien life forms it's like a time them. capsule oh. a time capsule but mm-hmm. there's like hieroglyphs on it and shit because are they we don't or- know what language they speak so are they orbiting yeah. or are they just are they just going they're they're like going bro. they just sent they're like yeah. Gone. yeah they like passed the sun already like see now that's cool yeah, that is pretty lit. That's cool, dude. They've got records in there, like Beatles records and Michael Jackson records and shit like that. I hope like they that. gave like, them a record player, <laughs> just think, in case. I think they did. Dude, that's not that that an MP3 player. I don't think they it had then. it back then. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to send up a couple Smartest of guy couple, in the room. Uh, updated. Oh. But, yeah. but yeah. can you imagine, like, so what I keep wrapping my, trying to wrap my head around is, like, when you, when we first came up with the airplane, mm-hmm. do you know how people probably felt exactly like we feel about getting on this spaceship and going to Mars? People were like, what? You're going to get in this thing and it's go in the, sky? in the sky? Like, absolutely not. So I feel like. I'm thinking the opposite. I. Sign me up. Sign you up. You don't even want to get on an actual airplane, Travis. You know what? That's that's right. Airplanes are sketchy. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, it it could become that that normalized. Oh, wait, hold on. Airplanes are sketchy, but they're (laughs) going to cool. Gotcha. I just want to touch base real quick. (laughs) But what if it becomes that normalized? You know what I'm saying? Then everybody's got to try it once. It will take time. It will take time. A lot of successful trips. I think it will take time, but I think it's not far fetched. I don't think it's no, it's not either. far-fetched. I don't yeah. think it's far-fetched. I just think that it, it's going to be put on a back burner eventually because the world's going to shit anyway. You know what I see? I see a lot of jobs. I see, <laughs> I see a lot, a lot of, of jobs. jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, though, like, yeah. truck drivers are going to be a thing of the past. There's going to be people driving special spaceships to deliver and transport certain materials back yeah. and forth, just yeah. like on Futurama. It'll or probably like, be like Metro drivers. Like, yeah. got to operate I mean, the train. They just got to literally get in there and, like, Press go and the ship takes them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that'll so be their Tesla job. Already has, uh, it's gonna be awesome. Electric, uh, tracking trailers. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And they're like drive themselves and yeah, shit, right? They drive yeah, themselves and they're fucking fast too. Like, <clears throat> like Elon you know, Musk. You, you never want to get behind a tracking trailer nowadays because you're like, fuck, this dude's never gonna speed up. It's gonna take forever. Mm-hmm. Those Teslas are just like, whoop, gone. Gone. Yeah. They don't have governors on them. No. There are electric motors on every wheel. I feel like they still yeah. have to That's obey cool. the rules of the road and speed limits. Though. Well, no, yeah, oh, but yeah. they, they can accelerate Well, they do that like, from a programming level. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's, I think, like, I don't know. I can't imagine sitting in the same room with a dude whose brain works like that. Because, like, you just oh, recreated, you awesome. know what I'm saying? Like, I feel so uh, inferior around that guy. Like, I just, yeah. like, uh, you just so talk normal. 
He's yeah. like, I mean, you ever see no Gremlins? Yo, I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'd say. Yo, here's my mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tweet about it. Elon, put me on. He's like, bump me your shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Why he works. Would too. He's like, Tanner. He's a cool dude. Yeah, he no, probably would. What I want to say, though, before we end off of him, I seen that clip that circulated around social media where they were like, you know, a lot of your your predecessors really don't agree with the things that you're doing or the routes that you're taking. And he like teared up in the video. Did you guys see that video? No. Yeah. You guys got to look it up, man. He he was like, that. that's really a stab in the back because I looked up to those guys, you know what I'm saying? And you can genuinely see like tears coming out of his eyes like, yeah. damn, my idols shit on me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it happens. You could tell he cares a lot he cares about, about what he's what trying he to do and like pushing like the human race forward. Like well, that's should lower the price of Tesla. I, I mean, you can buy one. You can buy one for a normal price. It's just not going to be the top I mean, yeah, line, the like twenty thousand dollars. You want twenty grand? Now? Yeah, you can get a normal one. You can't get a nice tricked out one. I want a nice tricked out one for twenty. I'm <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna just rent one on Toro then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take my video. IG photos and then and then yeah, yeah. put it back. Then, you know what? We'll All right, you but where's like so? Where does the electricity come from that Tesla's run on? Jarvis, don't ask me technical questions. I have no idea. I don't know any of well, these. Well, no, they're a charging station. Yeah, they got to yeah, plug where up. Where those charging stations get power? Electric companies. Electri- they're electric. And where does electric company get their power? Duh, why are we asking all uh, these questions? Well, I mean, there's oil. a couple different ways. The oil industry. Oil, but there, there are ways yeah. to do that without it. <laughs> Solar. Like, are we trying to crack the conspiracy? Yeah, right? I like, know. It's man. a sham. <laughs> Anyways, I love Teslas. Elon Musk is the man. I feel like we're going to be on Mars soon, so... Strap up your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. So I was uh, cruising across YouTube like I usually do um, at nighttime when I can't sleep. And I came across this Gary V video and he was talking about how people don't take enough risks in their life. And I felt like once again, he was speaking into my soul. I was like, damn, he's talking to me. But he he was like, yo, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to roll the dice and I'm going to take my L because I don't care what anyone else thinks about it. And he's like, that's why I'm happy and I'm doing well. People are so worried about what's going to happen if it doesn't work out or this and that, that they don't take any risks and then they play their life so safe that they never actually get to where they could get in life. And I was like, damn, I feel like he's talking to me. Like, so I started like pondering it and thinking like, you know, now I'm, I'm living in a town. I I own a house that that's going to kind of keep me tied here. It makes it harder to leave. Like I had, I went to school, I have student loans, all this stuff. I'm like, I wish I would have just like rolled the dice and like gone all the way in when I didn't have anything really to hold me back. Now I feel like I'm scared to do certain things because I got a lot more to lose. Um, so I felt like that would be a good thing to chop it up about because I felt like there's probably a lot of people in this room that feel the same oh, way I feel. One thousand percent. I was like, damn. There's so many. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no regrets. <laughs> like, I, um, I guess I'll go ahead and launch. Yeah, go for um, it. I feel you, yeah. 110%. Like, so many things have held me back. I didn't let a lot of things hold me back. I told myself with the right mindset that I could do anything and I could juggle as much as I really put on my plate. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it does get overwhelming. But you just got to keep going, man. Is there something that, like, you can think back and you're like, I should have just done that? Or, like, a time in your life when you're like, things were so simple, I could I could have rolled the dice and done anything? Totally. Um, I wish, really, when I was in my teens that I capitalized on writing more and being in a studio more because I would be so more advanced now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Directing, reading more. Like, there's so many things that, I know now that if I would have did even two years before I started doing them, like I'd be fucking dangerous now. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. But I think like that was skateboarding. I never regret it. Shouldn't skateboarding. skateboarding. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you don't skateboard anymore. Because I'm old and I'm, my body hurts. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. that's fair. But yeah. you guys used to do you that, that all day. How? Stretching? <laughs> yeah. Brought exercising? For like $10 months. gym membership? <laughs> yeah. $10 yeah. stretching? <laughs> yeah, I did that. Everything is still... Some yoga. Shaw, we, we got to get this Look, guy going. I'll get you on the program. I need like I got what you need. shots or something in my back. Oh, back. No, you don't. <laughs> you got to sell back? Yeah, I need a whole new back. <laughs> we're going to start a back fund. Oh, my God. Here mm. we go. I need a new, yeah, we're going to start a back fund. 
<laughs> for you, for yeah. Travis, so he can skateboard again. Do you really miss it? A Skateboarding, lot. yeah, hell yeah, that shit was so much fun. Except I don't know how I did it, cause like today, a day like today, when it's so hot out, couldn't couldn't do it. I could do it back then. Yeah, no, I know. You guys would be out for hours and hours and you hours. Picture. Me in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the reason you go through those extreme temperature changes is because you only consume cheeseburgers. So like, <laughs> your body doesn't sweat the way it should because like. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing the science there. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. like, dude, lay off the cheeseburgers. You'll be back to normal. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be skating. I'm gonna let's go ahead yeah. and say, uh, I'll pass. <laughs> All right, cool. He cheeseburgers over skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Brandon? Yeah. Um, you know, when you talk about mistakes, I think of like, like decisions. Yeah. Like. I look back and I feel there's certain things that I would have done differently. So it's like if I'd have made a different choice, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, but I feel like there's no time to, you know, look back on all that. You kind of keep going <clears throat> and you got to use those as like learning lessons. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel um, you on that. And you know, just got to make the most of every opportunity. I feel you. you know, take I, that, learn from it and go. I feel like, oh God, for you, like, I'm like, damn, Brandon moved, though. Like, you got, you moved, you moved to a different place, uh -huh. you experienced something different, and yeah. then you came back. And I'm like, damn, like, that's awesome. I wish I would have done that when I didn't have, Well, also know. look at it, you could also look at another aspect, which is something I, you know, dabble on in my mind. But, like, we were on a roll back then. Yeah. We, we ha were putting out a lot of content. We had, you know... We just linked up with J-Law, mm -hmm. and uh, we uh, had a video with Matt <clears throat> Matt Lohman. This is before you and Trav started going. Yeah. And then I just moved out to Colorado for two years, almost two years. So it's like we had a little thing going, Momentum. and then I just dropped it. Exactly. It so what would have happened if we did keep going? Those are some of the things you ponder on looking back, but like I said, it's just... You shouldn't. Can't regret it. Well, of course, it. Yeah. I know. And I'm also a firm believer that... Everything happens for a reason. Same. Or, you know, everything kind of happens the way it happens. Type. Yeah. I don't know. For learning experiences. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's still educational. Like, even yeah. if you look back on something, you can dissect it and be like, oh, yeah. what would happen if I did this? But let me take everything I can get from this. Of course. Because it's all I got. For sure. What you've done in the past makes you the man you are today. Type shit. You have anything that you can think about? Like, risks you wish you would have taken or just things like that where you're like, Simpler times in life would have been easier to do things. Yeah, I uh, like I wrestle with that like daily, honestly. Yeah. Because um, like well, back when I was, but this story right here is the same reason that I give myself like a pass on it. Okay. So like when I was in high school, like if you go ask like a seventeen-year-old Cody, mm -hmm. he was dead set going to be a professional theater actor. Okay. Like oh, that was yeah. just what I was trying to do. That was my thing. I still have a crazy love for theater. Yeah. But. So, like, my senior year, we ended up having this, like, uh, competition play mm -hmm. that if you go, you perform your, your stuff at the festival, and if you do well enough, you'll get sent to, like, the Nationals. Well, we did. And then at that festival, you can audition for scholarships and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And you can only audition if you were a theater major. And my mom and, like, dad were always super heavy on being like, hey, you can do any art, artsy career you want. But you need to have a degree in something else. Uh, like a backup plan. Yeah, like we need you to have a backup plan. So, like, I walked away from that and decided, like, I have a computer programming degree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I, <laughs> that's my day job. I feel you. So, I walked away from that. And I think about that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But then in the same breath, I'm like, man, would, have, would I have gotten so lost in hip hop had I committed everything I had to acting? Exactly. I feel you. Makes me just kind of wonder if, like, Nah, like you're going where you need to be. Yeah, you're in yeah, the Even right if path. it feels weird, just like take it for what it is. Yeah. But in the same token, look what you learned from that. And, yeah. you know, yeah. you take that into what you're doing now. Absolutely. And I think that kind of gives you a big leg up, especially oh, yeah. in the in the music videos and the, you know, I mean, those type of. And even performing on stage, I think that helps you a lot as well. I was gonna I, there's definitely too. a layer of comfort that I was able to walk into hip hop with, like, immediately. Because... Mm -hmm. 
Yo, theater can get wild. I can like, imagine. You gotta do a lot of like wacky shit on stage. So <laughs> if you can be, if you can be comfortable doing that, yeah, it gets easier to just be like, hey, this is me. Yeah, yeah, this I can is imagine. The real me. I can imagine. Yeah. That takes years sometimes to overcome as an artist. Like some people don't, mat- some people don't even mature out of that. Yeah. You know? well, and for me, that's always actually been like my strong suit approaching mm-hmm. the music. Like I'll, I'll be first to say, like I think I enjoy performing right. more than making the music, mm-hmm. and I love them both. But like performing is just like electric to well, me. It kind of gives yeah. you that that like feel of like theater and yeah. your love for music at the same time. Yeah, it's a it's it's a big tie. Right. Yeah. I feel it. I know when I was thinking about this topic, something like a story that popped in my mind is like, I remember doing a huge showcase. It was like a, it wasn't just one, it was like a series of competitions, like week by week by week. And I made it to the very end. I went to DC. I got like a prize where it was like, okay, you got a promo tour. You can go in this small area. You you know what I mean? We'll give you money towards your, your airfare and all that. You book it yourself, but we'll give you a stipend and you can go out to these shows or whatever. I was literally in my first uh, semester of getting my master's degree, and my mom was like, no. You know what I mean? And I could have made that decision and done it anyways if I really wanted to, but I was like, I am in grad school, and I cannot, like, it's serious. I can't just, like, dip for a couple weeks and come back. Like, I will not be able to catch up. So, like, I didn't do that, and then I stopped making music for a while because I was so caught up in, like, you know, in school. Mm-hmm. But like I also think about it like this is like now I have a job that I love and like I'm about to go I, I'm getting like a pretty big award tomorrow because of all of that and I would not be definitely anywhere near any of that if mm-hmm. I would have just like oh no I'm gonna take a break from from school and, and go do this you know what I mean so it's tough. And the crazy thing about that is, like, you say you watched a lot of uh, Gary Vee, right? Yeah. Like yeah. one of the biggest points he hammers on <clears throat> is that like like crudely like fuck what your parents think Yo, oh yeah, yeah oh yeah and like i think about that a lot of like because now i'm at a place where i can do that yeah, where I can yeah be like hey i appreciate that you guys love me and want the best for me but i gotta make my own decisions yeah for sure 19 year old me was not equipped oh yeah to be to like that. hey listen i just absolutely have what i'm doing mapped out like i got <laughs> yeah. this guys yeah, yeah 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 but i think like man if we started raising our kids without that programming yeah like i just wonder what the result would be oh yeah That's i think that uh, I think we talked about this before, but like, we're that generation of what, what it's going to be, you know? Yeah. Like, where those parents are going to be like, do what the fuck you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Right. Yeah. Like, I think we're the we're the next generation. Like, I think our kids are going to be like the ones who fucking rule the world with, you know, creativity cool. and just. Power just shifts yeah. and like, it's eventually got to shift to the next generation. Yeah. Like, you can also look it at it as like kind of in an evolution sense, though. Like, things back then for for our parents are di- were different than now right. same for their parents right. and then so forth back and dude how long have has america been civilized uh, civilized and you know this oh, yeah. a couple hundred years so mm-hmm. i don't know like what could it be like down the yeah, road yeah exactly like i feel you the shit people are doing now they weren't doing 20 30 40 years ago 100% 100% time was as say, much yeah. what i was going to say is yeah. like I couldn't. I can't think of a time where I'm like, damn, I should have taken that risk. I just think like, where the fuck was Gary Vee when I was at that point in my life where I could have taken a risk? You and you know? needed someone. He was someone becoming to tell Gary Vee. Yeah, I needed yeah. like yeah. if I would have had somebody true. to tell me that shit like back then, like when I didn't have shit to do. Yeah, I'd have done something. Oh yeah, I feel like you know. You believe yeah. that? I was about to say because. We- I didn't listen. <laughs> no, yeah, and that's why anybody I think even nineteen-year-old me. me probably would have bucked it. Yeah, like, yeah whatever. whatever. You don't yeah. know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. I mean, we had, like literally, I was living my life by fucking Wiz Khalifa vlogs and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's we all were. We all were. No, I feel uh, you. Not like we. There was no like. I feel like there was no motivation, like motiv- motivative people on like social media then. Yeah, no, there it wasn't. Was just flexing. No, yeah. There's yeah. no voice of like. You can do this. There's no voice of like you're not crazy. Like there are other people out there like you. Like roll the dice and bet on yourself. There is nobody like hammering that message into you. Like Hell five no, or let six me drop years. out of school. <laughs> Just like <laughs> I thought it was cool. Like, <laughs> I said fuck school. They said okay. They let you do what you want though. 
Yeah. yeah, I guess Travis bored. That's really what's the problem. You thought that was the right move? Yeah, apparently. he really, he was. really was. Cool. They were stifling him. And here we are. So everything happens for a reason, for guys. sure. I mean, at the end of the day, like it comes full circle. I do think everything happens for a reason, but I also do think that in my life now, I I try not to play it so safe because I'm scared that I'll miss out on what my life could be like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Preach. All right, so. I was on Twitter the other day. I saw Russ tweeted something, and he said to one of his, not really fans, but this producer, he'd been hitting him up for a while. And he tweeted, you've been in my mentions for like two years. I admire your your persistence. Send me it ASAP. If I catch something, then we'll drop it. Literally, dude sent him a beat. He's a producer. Sent him a beat. Two days later, he posted an Instagram like snippet of what he recorded to it, and he was like, we're going to drop this on Friday if it gets this many comments. Everybody flooded the comments. Drops tomorrow. Song mm-hmm. drops tomorrow. S- random producer that didn't even have, like, 10,000 followers on IG, now his shit is blowing up. And it's in- that's, that's insane. The next that's days. wild. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And, like, the dude, of course, went on Instagram Live, like, as soon as that happened, because that Instagram post that Russ made got, like, th- over 300,000 views on it, and, like, so many comments. So the dude went into the – he worked at a car dealership. He went on live and, and quit his job. And it was so funny. Was it Damien P? No. Quit <laughs> I wish it job? was. He quit. And, like, it was so funny because he's like, he's like, Russ just, just is doing a song with me. And his boss is like – Who's Russ? Of course. And he was like, he's a famous <laughs> rapper, blah, blah, blah. He was like, well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, I just think that's like, that's lit. Did like, you didn't even give a tweet, two week notice, just quit? No, he just quit. He went on Instagram live. The song hasn't even like, came yeah. out yet. That's fucked up. Nah, he quit. I gotta say, you might have jumped the gun. Maybe. Like, he's I get the hype. I get it, yeah, but. He was definitely he's excited. excited. Maybe work till Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, First off. Please. What are the chances that he's actually that good of a producer? You know what I mean? Because, all right, I've gotten beats in the past, and you're just like, I can't really find nothing I like. I'm not saying they're bad, but, you know what I mean? They're not up to par. I feel it. So what are the chances that this producer is up to par? And then he does the the joint. But, okay, so put that in perspective. And then also... I, I do think he uh, jumped the gun, but you got to follow up. You know what I mean? You oh, can't yeah. just have one placement and then think you yeah. quit your job. Oh, yeah. So another question. You got to follow up. How, ma- how many records is Russ selling? Like, is this dude yeah. so, That's this what I'm one? curious about. Look, I just, I just, I literally just wrote this. So Russ, the fl- this song called The Flute Song, Scott Storch produced it. But that was the was, biggest song off the album. I don't even feel like that's a comparable. Nope, but it was the 14th song to go for him to get a plaque off okay. of independently. 14th one for 14th Russ. one. That's big. For a plaque Russ that he. Russ is one he, of those artists like we were talking about earlier where it's like he's kind of at the top of that underground level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But oh, definitely. He'll never really be A-list or mainstream. Has he... Well, no, well, actually, he's been on the radio around oh, 100%, here, though. 100%. He's been on the he radio. Had, uh, no, he hasn't yeah. really had a rap hit. Yeah, hit, he had, uh, like, What They Want, which was, was kind of melodic. Really melodic, yeah. like, stuff. I didn't know that like it was pop. him. R&B what was that pop. last song he had? It was like, I think it was kind of R&B. Oh, I know. Oh, it's like tra- falling in love now. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, falling in falling love, love now. Something, something. I'm losing control. Exactly. That, yeah. I think it's called yeah. losing control. control. Yeah. yeah, dude. But like, I think. I mean, how crazy is that? That like, he doesn't owe that dude anything, and he's making millions of dollars on his own. And he's like, you know what? I see you hustling. You've been in my mentions forever. Let's. I'm gonna break this off. He has no reason to do that other than just like. If I was it's in the standpoint, I think he was stagnant in his career and he was like taking a risk, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe the opportunity some, was presented to him. Yeah, and it's going to get him some publicity <clears throat> because we're talking about it. I was about, about to say, that's we're it's talking good promotion, about it, good publicity. And it's good he, he did a good thing. He yeah, was righteous of sure. him. And yeah. like, to answer your question earlier, what are the chances that guy was good? He's been sending it to him for two years. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're good. No, no but he had two he's years persistent. from start to That to doesn't end. mean but you're good. I mean, you could also argue, though, that from a producer's standpoint, like, what's good? Because he sent rap. something that Russ caught a vibe on. Right, right. And, all right, let me just keep creating until I got, like, somebody else catches a vibe on something. There's no, a, of course. I feel like there's a plateau with production of, like, you need to be so good to get to here. Mm-hmm. And then there's a huge margin of experimenting. Yes. And, like, can you oh, come definitely. up with something that sounds unique? Yeah, oh, of yeah. course. 
he might have hit that. I guess what I'm saying is through my keywording experiences looking for beats. Keyword. I am like, I don't know, somewhere in the range of 25 to 30%, you know, finding decent stuff. So what I'm saying is I think there is a larger percentage of not so decent. It's getting stuff. harder that's, now that's too. That's very it's fair. Say, you know, yeah, it's, it's getting harder. Like well, there's a lot well, of producers. With there's the a lot of rappers. Can be a producer, yeah. and that's just that's oh, yeah. the the entrance criteria is so low that anybody can be it. So you yeah. have to wade through that. I'm not oh, taking yeah. anything Blood. away from dude. I hope oh, he succeeds, yeah. and I'm sure it's gonna be a dope song. Have you heard it? I mean, you heard. The I heard the oh yeah, I heard the beat. I heard the song. The song is dope. You like? It's like it sounds like a Russ song. Like, and he's gonna drop it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, and we're here. I'm a Russ fan. <laughs> you were about that to happened. get about the sparring I'm session. I don't even listen to Russ. I don't, nah. I don't even know. I was about to say, like I'm Russ. an outlier. I've yeah, I never it. heard a Russ song. He's all right. I man. know of Russ. I've never heard a song. What I like. He's like the little B of R&B. I don't like flute song is song like the best songs. song on that project. You didn't like the first one? Like, I don't know. I like. Uh, I, I like flute song was the intro. Uh, it might have been. There's one where it's really introspective. Like he has songs where he talks about his parents breaking up, and he has songs, like I like that kind of stuff, like real, yeah, yeah, yeah. like real music. Um, but like I don't know. I just don't see any other rapper in the game speaking to people like us. Like he's speaking to people like us. Like you need to own your beats. You need to sell out shows. You need to do this, that, and like. The and only other honest. one I would say might have been Nipsey. Yeah, 100% on that, for Like, sure. Nipsey was definitely on that same wave, but I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Russ rides that DIY vibe yeah, for hard, sure. and mm-hmm. he, like, he championed that. This is yeah. what he did. And I feel like, uh, I don't know, to see him take that to a ne- another level where he's like, okay, I see you. You're out here grinding. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna just do this just because. You know what I'm saying? That's a hell of a give and go. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like that is. And if the dude's good, like, he could turn it into something great. And if he's not, then it'll be one song. He'll get a little bit of shine for a little bit, and then it'll fade out. But like, right back to the car dealership. You know what? <laughs> I, I was about to say, I've been thinking about it more. And I would have fucking quit my Actually, job. Actually, you know, yeah. who can cares it's, yeah. it's take the a risk jo- a it's job a at a car dealership <laughs> yeah you can literally go get another one of those exactly but nah, to ride a wave you and you know the more i think about it it's a good move it's a good yeah. risk you know go push that mike you know, push that. other <laughs> artists are gonna see him and look him up now 100 yeah, percent. Exactly. Well, no and that's right. that like yeah. gatekeeper philosophy oh, they, yeah. and that's that's why what he did was so actually important because oh, yeah. russ gives you the cosign now other artists are going to be like oh i can work with him exactly. it shouldn't be that way but that's how it is oh 100 100 yeah. so now he's getting checked for yeah well like uh, go ahead i was gonna say like a lot of times i feel like my music is good it's just not in front of anybody's face like how do i get people to see it that are not in my town like yeah. and it's like this dude's giving you a platform where if your music is good mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people are gonna see it you know what i mean mm-hmm. goes to show sometimes people get lucky and yeah that's it man that's it it's just luck it's fucked up it's a fucked up situation <laughs> It's a good situation for him. I mean, yeah, for him. I, I, I'll, I'll say it's <laughs> luck, but it's also stuff. right time. It's yeah. just maneuvering through yep. the world as you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. and the people you know. For yeah, sure. and it's like, uh, yeah, and that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> what I was getting at is it's, it's who you know. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. Who you fucking know. But the, there was a lot of persistence there too. Yeah. 100%. Like this dude, you said two years. Two like, years. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm sure to knock he probably got tired of seeing his message. He's like, all right, I'm gonna finally open this motherfucker. I see it every day. Yeah. The same name pop up. What's he talking about? And then he's he done looked at. 300 beats yeah. Like oh If for shit. anything Like okay. if this beats trash You're getting blocked Like right. yeah, In fact yeah. I just want to know The inside of that dude's mind Cause like how, 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 are you, how are you a yeah. person like, man, I'm going to send this to Russ. Exactly. <laughs> all people. I'm send this to Russ every day. Are you for kidding? Yo, fuck labels. All the time. Fuck other groups. Russ. <laughs> Russ. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Maybe wait, he was wait. sending it to everyone. Russ That's is what the I'm only thinking. one that hit no, him back. Yo, I hope it was just Russ. I hope the man, I hope it was just Russ. And he had so much confidence. You know what, he was I'm like, I'm made for this. Yeah. Russ, hit me back. You, Russ. Me and you forever. I'm going to message Doja Cat. Every day for yeah. two years until I get a video no, with those guys. Dude, really? do it. And then we'll talk. Yeah. Like, we'll have the same conversation. I'm doing what's today? 
the, the October third. Yeah. October third, twenty twenty one. There you go. Deal. There you go. Coach Cat, let me get that video. <laughs> hey. Persistence pays <laughs> off, woke. man. Nah, I hope the song pops. I hope the dude, you know, I hope he he finds his way into the game and he starts making money off his music because yeah. I would be lit and excited if somebody did that for me. So I hope he runs with it. Like yeah. now that he has the opportunity to just hit the fucking ground running, man. Oh yeah, for sure. So right. shout out to Mike Hardy. Shout out to Russ for hopping on the track. I think that's super lit. All right, we're back. We got a legend in the building tonight, oh, Mr. Shit. Cody Allen. <laughs> Can you breathe tonight? Low oxygen. I know you've been on low oxygen for the past oh. three months. <laughs> oh! Yeah. oh drop the mic. Yeah, I don't realize how I missed that. Ew. I got to say, ow. <laughs> on all um, streaming platforms, by yeah. the way. Everywhere, everywhere now. I even got it on YouTube. So, yeah, we're doing, we're doing How's well. How's it feel? To finally put the project out because I know you've been talking about it for a while. Oh yeah, dude, it was way too long in the making. Like there are a couple songs on there that I had rewritten like four or five times, and honestly, I had like twelve songs slated for that project. It's only eight songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But by the time I was looking at it, I was like, I have eight songs that I feel are good. I think this is the project. Let me just get it out. Right. Boom. Yeah. And, I, and I'm happy I did because at least it's out now. It's being consumed. Like. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Low oxygen, yeah, now streaming go. everywhere. Like 100%. Don't skip over the fact, like, so you produced it, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Did um, you also mix and master it? Yeah. So it's, that, that's huge. That is Talk really Talk about big. that. Uh, well, it's, it's one of those things, like, at a certain point, I kind of have, like, a better way of going about it. Yeah. It, like, because at every step in the way when I was learning the game, I would try to reach out to someone to help me, and there was always something attached to it, or they didn't operate at the standards I liked, or yeah. it was just always something I wanted to work on my timeline. Yeah. Well, now I do that. Yeah. And along the way, I've just picked up all these skills. Like, I, I'll make a beat, I'll record the verse, mix, master it, boom, I can have a song ready in, like, a day. Yeah. And that's all me. But because I'm doing everything... Sometimes I do get caught up like, man, it'd probably be smarter if I had a team. So like, it yeah. go faster? And yeah, yeah, it would go way faster. And it's just that like control battle of that. like when am I willing to like relinquish control and give it to somebody else. I feel you. I feel like I'm like I'm becoming more and more of like a mad scientist with it. Like <laughs> I don't want anybody else to touch my shit. Yeah. yeah. The more yeah. and more I work on it. So. I feel you. Well, what software do you great. use? Uh, Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops so. is my beat production, and I used a long time ago. I used to record in Reaper, mm-hmm. but um, now I've just gotten my workflow in FL Studios, so everything's handled in that. Word, you record in it too? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's wild. You, yeah, you can record vocals. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I got people that do. I just I don't know. That's, I will that's say crazy. there are other you make softwares it and then record it like. There, well, there are softwares that handle, I think, the recording workflow better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because yeah, yeah. FL Studios no, is what I have, I'm like, I'm hey, going to get Everybody proficient. works differently, and I'm not yeah. knocking yeah, like, good. I, I think it's interesting hearing how people get their sounds. You know? Yeah, no, and, and one of my biggest things of why I wanted to mix it, because I could make the beat mm-hmm. and then export it yeah. you know, into another software. Like a civilized but, person. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're totally a like a not crazy person. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just playing. You're totally good. Like, but that that's true. I could do that. Mm-hmm. But then I got into the aspect of like, man, I kind of like mixing my voice dead with the instruments. Right. No, like, but that, that makes sense too because a lot of people will bounce their beats in in certain in different every track. You know. Yeah. Like I could outs. track it out, yeah. or I could just handle it all with right. where yeah, I'm working. That makes sense. That's how I do it. And. uh and I'll, I'll even say this too, though. There has been times where I've record, like made a beat, and I'm like, "Oh, this is dope." Go in, record my verses, and then like like uh, distance. Okay. Distance. I had that beat made, and I loved that beat, and I recorded my vocals, and I was like, "This part's boring. I need to I need to liven it up somehow." And I went back in the instruments and changed those up. And it was easy to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because I'm working, I can see all my patterns and things I got laid out right there. Yeah. So, yeah, so like those out. types of changes are being yeah. made, like even up to you know the song being right. finished. Like I'll go back and like I don't like that hi hat, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a much easier process than going back into the the audio project of the beat and changing it, and then going yeah. back into another program. Yeah. And oh, yeah. even the chance I was working. <clears throat> yeah. Uh huh. Let's say I was working with another producer. Now I gotta mm-hmm. like hit him and be like, hey, can you remove the hats? Right, like, <laughs> to bounce it, send it back. No, I feel it. That's, this time, this time, That's something I can't fathom. Like Damian P was talking about when he when he was in here. Like 
he said that he <laughs> he relied on Benny Bangs a lot to like get his inspiration for the beats, you know what I'm saying? And they fed off of each other a lot of the time. Um trying to make the beat you know what i'm saying he was like what vibe do you want and travis would spit a couple of bars and that would give damien the inspiration to go into making the, its own beat but off of that note i want to pull back into what you said when we first started your segment um you said you rewrote the song and it might have been an exaggeration rewrote it four times over is that something you do frequently is that oh, something yeah. that you've known other people to do um I don't know, like, like I feel like if you uh, look at some of like our legends that we look up to, like you think of like, like Jay Z, and you think of like Wayne, and these are dudes who like have have those rumors going that they don't write shit down and they just go in the booth and, and do. And I'm I've never been that. I've always yeah. been a pen rapper. Mm -hmm. Like I, but a that's pen rapper. Me too. Yes, I like, yeah, it. I like straight it. Up. I, yeah, I've that's, never that's what it is. I, coin. Yeah, I like to I like to write my shit, and I like what I write to stand on its own merit. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like, going back to that, I will rewrite a song, like, four or five times if I don't like something about it or if I look over it again and I'm, like, sloppy. Yeah. Just sloppy. Like, yeah. sloppy in places or, like, I'll write a 16, a 24, the 32 mm -hmm. just to be, like, those two bars are worth being said. Let me take those and put them somewhere else. That's what I was going to say because what, what is the internal battle where you're, like, instead of just starting, abandoning it, and starting yeah. in a whole new project what what it goes on in your head there there's some pride there because yeah, yeah i'll write a whole thing like and it feels like its own composition and it needs to live mm -hmm. and but then i'll be like nah like honestly i just at the end of the day i'll make that call and be like i don't think this is the best reflection of what i'm trying to do yeah. and i'll go through and i'll pick what i like out of it and i'll take it rewrite it i think people need to as artists hold themselves more accountable to that too because we all <laughs> go ahead you got it we all go in with these <laughs> with these huge grand secular ideas when we go into a song you know what i'm saying yeah and i know you've seen the memes on social media where it's like what i expect my song to sound like and like what it actually oh, yeah, sounds yeah. like so if we were to just hold on to that feeling a little bit more and like really hold ourselves accountable like you do i don't think a lot of artists do that i don't know too many artists who do that like you do mm. but if we did the local artist scene would be much better well, hey, I, I appreciate that. Of course, for the compliment, it is. Um, I, I will say, like, man, everything's got a double-edged sword to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, because on one hand, where I like, I'll flex on that. Like, I really do feel good about my pen. No, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. the flip side to that is, I'll hold on to some stuff obscenely long, and then it'll lose the emotion, and yeah. that's what I hate the most. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll hold on to a verse for so long that when I go to record it, I'll be like, "Man, what am I doing?" I can't feel it. Like it's not even the same. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, God, I wasted such a good moment. Had I went with it when I had it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I live to like not have that moment. Yeah. It's hard to trick yourself back into it too. It's almost like once it's gone, there's no bringing it back to life. Yeah, or it just becomes so robotic. Feel like yeah, it's like, it's like Brett's problem too. Is like he just has so much emotion at the time he records something, and like he'll just sit on it for fucking five months, and then he'll hate it he'll after hate that. Yeah. Brett is like a lot of us do that. Yeah. A lot of us do that, but 1, Brett wants the instant satisfaction more than most of us do. Most yeah. of the other members of the Iron Skillet. So one thing I don't know: how old are you, Cody? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh, oh, dude, you got years ahead of yeah. you. Straight you're up. good. When, when you, I mean, when you start you're doing good. Uh, so. I like I always had hip hop growing up in the house and I would always like write poetry and stuff like that. But um I didn't actually start like writing writing until I was like twenty. Whoa. Damn. Were like, you at uh did you go to Shepherd? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Shepherd graduated all four years, yeah. Yeah. Did you would you did you start writing there? Yeah. Was it like something and being in college, like Well and like I I'd say it was a lot about my area because like I remember so like, I'm from West Virginia. Yeah. And like growing up in West Virginia, okay. there like I was in my high school and I saw people that were doing the rap thing and they definitely had like a perception on them. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was concerned with other stuff. Like I, like I said, so I think it was one of those things. I just didn't explore it because of everything surrounding it. 
I was like, oh, I'm doing this other thing, and it seems like people doing it are getting grilled. Yeah. And like, uh. And then I got to college, and you realize none of that shit matters. Yeah. At all. Uh, like high school matters so very little. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just gonna do the shit I love. So I would be backstage because I still did shows in college, and I'll be backstage during like rehearsals with a pen and pad writing bars and stuff. Yeah. And that just materialized and kept growing and kept growing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Some so there's a couple tracks that I like on your project for a couple different reasons. I like I like distance. I like leave me and I like personal. And I feel like you performed a couple of these at the the Brewworks show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I feel like distance was dope because it's like you're doing a lot with your voice there, and I can mm-hmm. tell I can relate to a lot of what you're saying because I think everyone's felt that way about a certain situation or a time in their life. You know what I mean? Um, but there was just lines in and leave me like that just like literally hit me. It's talking to, like in your first verse, the first couple bars you're talking about your parents and your brothers, and then you start talking about your town and how like you want to be out of there. But like everyone, it seems like everyone you see just stays here. Like you said something about yeah. everyone stays local or everyone just becomes like forever a part of this community and never leaves and that and that that hit me because i feel that way too and i just kind of wanted you to talk a little bit about that sure um yeah that song was that that to me was one of the most like experimental songs on the tape i wasn't sure people were going to take to it Mm -hmm. um but i feel like that's closer to like what my inner voice sounds like because like I, like I know my mom like I know my mom's praying for me I know my I know my brothers are too, and then like the next line is like my pops is probably scared that I'm more like him than he ever thought I would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just really playing with that train of thought of mm-hmm. like, two a.m. staring at a ceiling like yeah. wait where, where are we at headspace yeah. yeah, and yeah to get to like the the leaving it's like everybody says like oh I'm out of here, and then they then, don't yeah or they like. Just, you know, a million different reasons. Life is crazy like that. Yeah. But that, like, that was my thing is, like, I want to, I want to go there. I want to take it to other places. And sometimes it feels like it's so unattainable, which I, and I know that's kind of just negativity talking, but it definitely can seem like a mountain sometimes that you're moving rather than a molehill. And like to talk about earlier what you said, like the taking the risk. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like, yeah. are you willing to take the risk and go somewhere unfamiliar and be uncomfortable and do those things? And the the hard reality, a lot of people aren't. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the scene is comprised of. Yeah, for sure. And I, I feel you on that. I feel like, I don't know if everyone probably at this table, but I have that deep feeling that's like, I want to be the person that steps out. Because not yeah. not for me necessarily, because I want to show people that you can, you know. Yeah, yeah I just I just want to when I do, and I and I do think for me right now it is a when I do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah. It's not about. It's becoming less and less. Honestly, the more I do it, it's becoming less and less of a selfish thing. Yeah. And more of like a. Yo, you can do it. It's so easy if you can just get over the fear. Yeah. Just do it. 100%. 100%. Yeah, exactly where we stand. But it did start off selfish, like you just said. Um, I want to go back into what you were saying, too. Like, you said you felt a certain type of way. You said that song was experimental. But I want to know what made it experimental for you. Like, was it a realm that you just don't travel down a lot? Like... I call it experimental from a, like, to me, it doesn't sound like a stereotypical hip-hop beat. Okay. It's got a real, like, the instruments on it are real, like, an indie rock vibe to mm-hmm. me, because that's the sample that I use, and um, it's also, like, a weird BPM. It's, like, a 115 or, like, a 110, something like that, that traditionally, like, doesn't touch radio. Yeah, I feel you. Or, like, yeah, so... And then on top of that, there, there's just a lot of very atypical things about it. Like, I think the verses are 12s. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but, like, the, the verse structure the, is the different than what different. normal verse structure It's unorthodox, is. esoteric. Yeah, just a bunch so of stuff. So but when I was making it, I was like, eh. I'm just like, yeah, no, there's literally this. one big shoulder shrug. I was just like, ah, eh, I like it. Fuck it. It stuck Let out me. to me because I could, I mean, the music that I like 
and if you pay attention to what I listen to, you can probably tell is the stuff that I it's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's something I can find myself in. So it's like those lines. That's why I like it so much because I'm like I see myself in this. You know oh, what totally. I mean? Leave me actually has yeah. like one of the favorite thing, one of my favorite things I've ever written, mm-hmm. and it's the it's actually like the last four of that first verse, and it's uh, lead paint chipping off my shoulder. Yeah. My coat's thinning, getting cold without it dead weight that i don't feel sober so i pop and let the moon know about it yeah mm. and like i don't know why it's just like do you ever feel like you tap like you write something that you're like oh my god that's another that's level i understand mm. that like more than 100 percent somehow yeah yeah like that was what those like that little passage was for me i was like this is a thing this has to be its own thing yeah and it came out without you trying like it came out on its own right yeah yeah no that like that wasn't a rewritten thing i wrote that and was like how did i, I do that? that yeah like, i don't know how i do that shit sometimes yeah it happens yeah. to You'll me all the time the, like, yo. yo i just yeah. did that <laughs> i'd be looking at my phone and be like oh shit like that's that's okay. tough. All right, yeah, like all right. That's Let's tough. go, Cody. Maybe you can. Maybe you can like really do this. Right? <laughs> Dude, another thing, and I'm sure everybody's gonna say this, and like your live show is impeccable. Crazy. I want to say that, like you give every ounce of your energy. Your voice control while doing that is impeccable, which is very hard to do. People that don't try to perform will never understand that. But like. Yeah. The last show you did at Brewworks, you had people live instrumentation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And there wasn't a lot of people in the room, but I know I came from outside, inside, and I was like, okay, I was rocking with what everything that you were doing. Um, I just want to. It seems like you perform often, or you I try. try to really try. So like, what? And you said you like performing. So it's like, kind of talk to me a little bit about how you craft that. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you're going into like a show, like how are you? crafting that what are you what are you looking to give the audience you know what i mean yeah yeah um man i think that's like still evolving for me because i think once upon a time i was really uh actually i had a great conversation with you that night (laughs) once upon a time i was really uh cautious about like whatever venue i was at of playing to the venue and trying to like change me to fit the venue yeah and i'm much like I'm not on that really wave anymore because like that was a pretty small room. Oh yeah. yeah. Ideally, it probably would have been the old me would have said it would have been better to do more calm material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where kind of where I'm some at more right personal now. Personal vibe in there. Yeah. But I was I was talking to to Bullwit before we did it, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not about to change my set right now for no, this room. I'm gonna eject so much energy into this crowd that they have no choice other choice but to feel it Mm -hmm. and like even if they're sitting down they're gonna feel me right now yeah and that's like that unlocked that for me like that's my mentality when i perform Mm -hmm. is i'm here to give you a show i'm here to give you something to be excited about and no matter what you do if you don't feel energized at my show that is you yeah you chose to specifically block me yeah I like that. That helps you be consistent too. So, like, mm-hmm. if you were to go straight from there to a show where everybody's jumping and you know standing up, yeah, like I'm always prepped for it. You're prepped for it, yeah. And you're not, you're not, you didn't come from a show where you where you do it a relaxed set or something, you know. Well, and so. I just don't think it has to be like it can be mountains and valleys. Yeah. Is there going to be shows where I want to do a song like Calypso? Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna want to like everybody. Let's bring it in for for a second. Right. Let's touch on on you know on that vibe, and then I'm gonna pick it right back up. Right. Yeah. And I'm gonna came you know i'm gonna do what i brought these people out here to do yeah no you do you do a great job like and i i don't want to smooth over that thank you very much oh I really yeah appreciate that oh for sure for sure oh no, you're I a noticed, seasoned vet right i noticed that basically from the yeah. for a while i noticed that from the old valley cat when you i mean the first one yeah. like former valley cat it was years ago too yeah yeah thank you thank you guys thank you yeah very much. yeah man you've been grinding staying consistent yeah and, and i think that like i mean we talk about performing a lot lately but it's like i think that it's a great thing to touch on because i think that if you're making music and you're going out to a venue you said you're here to put on a show a lot of people some I don't think a lot of people I think sometimes people go out there thinking like it's your job to like me but you're out there like no it's my job to entertain you I am here to entertain you that is my job and I like people that come out with that mindset and that confidence Mm -hmm. instead of people that come out and they're like I'm doing so well that I don't even need to try to get your attention I'm like no I want you to like you know well i think when you're new i think and i think it's a hallmark of like a new act when you see them get on stage and they uh you can tell that the set is all about them 
Mm-hmm. Like they're they're here to do their shows and they're like they're rapping and they're almost rapping like to themselves, and it's just like all right, that's cool. Uh, I could have gotten that at home. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like rap to me, yeah. talk to me, interact with me. Yeah, that's what the show is about. That's yeah. what you're giving somebody that extra, you know, that extraness of coming out to see you live. Oh yeah. I just never like to take that for granted. Like if you cared enough to come out and see me live. I gotta give you more yeah. than what you hear on a track. Exactly. Because word of mouth is the most too, man. That, that person. That, go ahead. That builds fans right there. Yeah, it builds mm-hmm. fans. Yeah, I, yeah. undoubtedly. Yeah. Then so that's. No, nah, it's you. totally mm-hmm. cool. You took the words out of fans my mouth. Fans are good. Fans are good. Yeah. Fans are great. Yeah, fans <laughs> are dope. I like fans. Yeah. I like so fans. You, fans are great. Hey. So did you fans say? Fans are dope. Follow I, me. I couldn't remember if you said you were shooting a video. Uh, was personal the one you said you were shooting yeah. for? Yeah, we're shooting a video for personal. Yeah, about to so, get that in the works. That's, get that out here soon. That's another one of the tracks that I, that I wrote and like I wrote down because I just love. I I can I can relate to it because I'm like, you come out saying like I can't remember word for word, but you're like everyone is so sensitive. Like if I say you know, one thing, and I said it's that, be like a problem, and it's so true. I said that, and I didn't even want to be like. Cause like I feel like there are certain hot buttons that anybody can talk to about now, and I feel like we're actually in an era right now where everybody is calling things sensitive. Oh yeah, I was oh, I was totally. speaking to a really like specific niche. I'm talking with what we deal with. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like where you might rap something and then you get like a weird text or you see someone subtweeting you. And you're like, yo, I wasn't even fucking thinking about you. Yeah. Hey, if the shoe fits. And like, yeah, how? Well, no, yeah. and that's exactly like that's how I end the intro to that song. I'm like, I mean, if you feel a way about it. Maybe this shit applies. Yeah, that's yeah, That's not really exactly. me issue anymore. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. I don't know. I like... Go, it. Cody. <laughs> no, like, no. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. That that one, that song has some... I got saucy on that one. Like, I, yeah. I was... Yeah. I feel you. I was charged. But, I mean, I like that. Gotta be. Exactly. Gotta be. I, th- I like that. And it was it came off... That's why it's on my list. Because, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It stuck out and it meant something. So, I mean, I dug it. I'm, I'm excited to, to see the video. It sounds like you're Same. super excited to shoot it. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. got one question. What's up? You said uh, you grew up with hip-hop in the house. Yeah. Let's get some influencers. Who, who influenced you to rap? Yo. Um... Who who I was listening to, so my brother played a lot of like a lot of Tupac, a lot of Biggie, had a real long Fifty Cent like G Unit streak in the house. <laughs> Yo, I was I, like all of them. Like yeah. I was bumping in the club like it was crazy. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. of course. And uh, like a lot of Mob Deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, Mob it's just real stuff, and it's so crazy because when I was a kid, I would hear the songs, and I knew the song. And then I grew up and I was like, I didn't know I knew that song. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. They, then I'd see the title of the song and I'd be like, oh, wait, that? Wait. Yeah. Wait, that? <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. Oh, I've heard that a thousand times. Never mind. I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo, that, that is exa- I've had that moment a thousand times at this point yeah. of like old yeah. hip hop. And I realized how much of it was actually in my house that I just wasn't paying attention to. Right. Yeah. You were paying attention, but you yeah. didn't realize you were paying attention. Right. Just that that half and half. Yeah. yeah. And then you actually like analyze the lyrics and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, well, they're course, talking like, about murder. Yeah, it's like as a student of hip hop, you go back and you listen to it, and you're like, "Yeah, this is this isn't new." Like, yeah, like yeah. I've 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 studied this before. I've heard this before. Low oxygen. I don't know. Definitely, I think that's it's a it's an amazing project. I've been bumping it in my car. Definitely, some stuff <laughs> you can it. throw on your Spotify, ride around, and especially if you're from this area, I feel like you can listen to it and relate to it even more because you're touching on places and things that we all know and understand. Um, so I think everybody should definitely go peep it. You know what I'm saying? Stick the landing music video out now. Yeah. Yes, sir. First Stick landing music on my video? First music video I ever did. That's big. Yeah. I wanted, and it was a good one, too. I want, thank you. That was a much. banger, yeah. I wanted to do it right, and uh, I ended up... Actually, the same people I worked with for the, uh, that video, I'm working with for the personal video. So awesome. I'm awesome. Feeling, feeling really good about that. Like, I trust it in their hands. Keep the consistency going. Yeah. Build that relationship. Yeah, <laughs> that, too. All right. Do we have a little sneak preview? Can we talk about the little, little uh, conversation you and Brandon were having about the LO? Oh, can we? So, yeah. Is that, is that a seen, secret or? I've, I've been seeing <laughs> yeah, we little, talk, we talk. little <laughs> drops yeah. that LO2 is in the works. And I was like, yo, so you working on low oxygen too? He's like, bruh, it ain't low oxygen. 
So tell <laughs> tell Elaborate. the listeners. Carbon monoxide. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of like that. LO2 <laughs> is uh, is definitely the code for it right now mm-hmm. because it is. It's low oxygen too. It's the sequel. Right. But LO2 is actually the uh, it's the chemical abbreviation for liquid oxygen. Mm-hmm. So the title of the album is going to when it's released is liquid oxygen. That's cool. Uh, yeah. He just gave us that right now. You heard it first on the Iron Sky. Yeah, yeah, first, man. And it's coming from that, like, low oxygen was named uh, the why it was mm-hmm. because, like, for two different reasons. Of one, of me feeling like, like, you know, like, how the higher up you go, the harder it is to breathe? Yeah. yeah. Less and less oxygen? Yeah. That. I feel That's like I'm reaching one. a point where I'm... Ask, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there in my career, and it's time to like, are you gonna do this or not? Yeah, that's a cool concept. And then also, like, on a on a much more literal take of like, I was been going through a lot in my life. Like, yeah. I was coming off a really bad breakup. I was coming off of uh, you know, like losing my job, mm-hmm. like, and that anxiety of feeling like you can barely breathe. So <laughs> like, that was the dual concept of low oxygen, and Great. what I was trying to attack with that. Liquid oxygen is kind of like a continuation of that of like, can you breathe underwater? That's dope. Can you can you take the environment where you can't breathe and adapt? Right. Like, can you just like take this. the stress on? You know, like. Yeah, and that's and that's that's the vibe I'm heading towards. That's where that's where I want to take it. So. See, I like very conscious ideas like that, and you know, I I feel like a Meaning. lot of hip hop is missing that. You yeah. just get right. this and that too. Like this guy then came with. A whole yeah. concept and some more shit. Oh, yeah. A couple long tantrums and what? everything, everything. Well, Cody, you're killing it. Well, you got some shows coming. Well, a show coming up like uh, in Winchester. Yep, yep. With got this a man show, right here. Uh, yeah, with Logue. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. About yeah. to fucking kill that shit. All of us. Uh, October 12th, and next uh, Valley Cat show, Bars and Brews, will be at uh, Winchester Brewworks. Awesome. Make sure you guys come out to Winchester Brew Works. Support 100%. my man Cody. Support my man Logue. Yo, free show. All you got to do is just get in the door and be entertained. That's exactly. all we ask. Yeah. We do the rest. Grab a beer. Exactly. And grab a beer. Tip your bartenders. Do all that jazz. Yes. Yeah. Can't wait to see you guys there. Check out his new his project, Low Oxygen, Spotify, all that stuff. We will see you guys next two weeks with the next Iron Skillet podcast. Shout out, Cody. Peace. Big whoop.